Hello, good evening, and welcome to this special news burst uh, live with me, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80, brought to you by generalsjoesreborn.com. And of course, today we are doing Let's Talk Classified Nemesis Immortal Enforcer or ne Nemesis Enforcer Immortal or whatever you want to say for this particular character. It's got so, so many names already. Um, yes, so this is obviously the new format for the Let's Talk series. We can, we're doing them live because really at the end of the day, it's just it's just less work for me. And that's, that's all that I strive for, less work all the time. Just kidding. Hope everyone is doing well. I have actually just, just come off an um, awesome live um, kind of show uh, with the wonderful Highly Articulated, aka Adam, had a great time chatting um, our favourite figures of the Classified series so far, our top threes with honourable mentions, that was a lot of fun. Um, um, yeah, go check out Highly Articulated on YouTube, please and thank you. Um, Adam does great work and it, the show's awesome, I love Adam and I love doing that show, it's so much fun. Anyway, so I thought, hell, why not squeeze in another live stream? Um, and this time I'll lead it and I'll talk about stuff. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, let's talk classified Nemortes Enforcetal Immortifulsus Enforcum Nemesis Enforcer slash Immortal. Let's do that. So many names, but we'll we'll start with nemesis well we'll say nemesis immortal because that's what the name of the figure is coming in the classified series um hello to everyone in the chat penny rooster reviews diecast nick benedict wilfredo diaz flaffle 57 christopher goslant derek Hol holyman holliman i don't know sorry i've ruined it uh rhino time 117 Brent Richards, Future Fortress Maximus, Medic underscore 1849. Hello, everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. Toys equals midlife crisis squared. Hello. Hope everyone's doing really well in the chat, uh, having a nice coming to the end of the, of the weekend, but I hope you've had a good one so far. Um, anyway, um, Nemesis Immortal. Let's talk. Let's talk about Nemesis Immortal. Before we get into the classified aspect of Nemesis Immortal, um, actually not really before we get into that, we do have to talk about the massive amounts of name-only reveals we've still yet to see anything about. So obviously, because we've got this um, live event looming, uh, we don't know exactly when it's going to be yet. Uh, they haven't announced anything yet, but we're assuming... February the 1st is a big chance that, you know, Hasbro might be doing an event then for G.I. Joe Day. It might be a bit later than that. Uh, they have been known to do them much later in the year, um, coming into the new year. Like last year, I think it was, there was they were going to do a February the 14th kind of Valentine's special, weren't they, to open the year. And then that got cancelled because of, I want to say, because of the blooming layoffs. Was that Was that right? I think they had loads of layoffs around that time and they postponed it. Um, and then it was pushed to a little bit later in the month, but um, effectively, yeah, it could. They, they might try and do the Valentine's Day thing again. Who knows? Um, fingers crossed that it's soon, anyway. But with that looming kind of deadline approaching, I'm wondering what they're going to show off in terms of digital renders. And of course, um, we've done the majority of, of uh, the characters on this screen so far. Um, the only ones we haven't touched yet are Xandar, Leatherneck, and Starduster. Uh, those are the ones I'm going to be doing videos on, um, hopefully before that event. Um, 
And of course, with the Let's Talk Classified series, I like to kind of give a little bit of a history of the figure, um, really just to give us a bit of a, one, a little bit of a refresher on the character, but then also to kind of delve into what we could see in terms of design incorporations, in terms of like, you know, deco reuses for like repaints and stuff like that. So it kind of gives us a basis to work from talking about the actual classified release, um, speculatively, of course, for the most part. Um, now, we do know that, uh, so like I said, Starduster, Leatherneck and Xandar to come. Everyone else has been touched apart from, Kitty said, apart from Retro Beachhead, Retro Eels and Retro Snow Serpent for kind of obvious reasons. We sort of know what to expect there. So, um, and also, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's, unless it's a new character being introduced into the Retro series, I don't really see the point in doing a Let's Talk Classified um, on those really for that for that particular situation. Um, oh yeah, they did the layoffs for Christmas this year, didn't they, Future Fortress? Of course they did. So uh, saving everyone for the, yeah, the, the the Valentine's Day massacre. Oh God, I hate that. That's one, that's, I, I just can't stand that corporate culture thing. It's so gross. Anyway, that is your, your name only reveals. We are focusing, of course, today on Nemesis. Uh, Immortal is his new name. As of 2008, I say his new name, it's been Nemesis Immortal since 2008. Now, um, I can't wait until there's a live stream to talk about Pythona. Oh, same, samesies. Um, yeah, we'll get into uh, Wreckship. Yeah, we'll get into what we want to see for the classified version in a little while. But first of all, let's look at Nemesis Enforcer through the years. So first appearance came in the 1987 G.I. Joe, the movie movie um so this was uh, another this was a big big year for gi joe wasn't it really lots of kind of things were happening um it sort the film sort of brought the um this is live on fb for the world to see yes diana yes it is i hope so anyway <laughs> um, Chris, what song do you think Taylor will play during her surprise cameo in the Super Bowl halftime show? <laughs> Ryan, yeah. Um, I've, of course, I've married into Kansas City Chiefs fans, haven't I? So uh, they're they're all very very excited and very happy, and I'm very happy for them. You know, it's it's awesome stuff when your team is doing well. Um, do you think Globulus will have his flying ball chariot? Says Christopher. I yeah, we'll get to that in a sec. But I would say just to answer that question, Christopher. Uh, how could you not have it? I think he would have to be like a deluxe with vehicle sort of figure, wouldn't he, if they did him? Which I'm, sh you know, if this one's coming out, like, and we know it, then oh, I don't know. Anyway, so anyway, first appearance came in the 1987 JoJo the movie. Now, this was a big one, like I said, in the Sunbow. It kind of brought the Sunbow era to a close, though, which was a shame. I don't think they, I'm not sure if they knew that at the time. I'll have to reread what Buzz wrote. Um, Buzz Dixon wrote about that on his blog um, because I believe, and we've talked about to Buzz about that as well. I'm good friends with Buzz. I like Buzz. Buzz is really nice. Um, he um, obviously was working on the Sunbow series as a writer and a lot more than that, honestly, but he did a great job on that particular series. And um, he did talk about at one point what was happening with the film and where they were in terms of like, changing um in terms of like what sunbow were doing but anyway um yeah so it sort of kind of brought the sunbow 
era to a close and then we started with the deke cartoon uh, a couple of years later um so with that said i mean as a child i just remember seeing this movie on vhs the action force version it would have been a year later it would have been 88 for us i think it came out on vhs but i remember it, I, I remember it vividly i remember um picking up for the first time i remember watching it for the first time I remember being absolutely blown away, uh, just so excited um, to see this. And like, I don't know, I was, I was, I was absolutely in awe uh, as a little nipper seeing this one um, on the uh, the small screen, as it were. Now, Cobra La was introduced during the, in the battle in the Himalayas, but Nemesis Enforcer shows up early and stops a havoc in its tracks. Right, cuts it to absolute ribbons. Here he is hauling the, the havoc up out of the out in the, into the air so first of all you, you see this guy with superhuman strength with wings with this like really guttural you know, kind of like noise that he keeps making this grunt that he keeps making um and then he's got these massive like blades on his elbows which he like uses to you know they extend which he uses to cut this open and pull snow job out of the bottom th throwing him into like you know into the distance What's funny is when Snowjob lands, there's a great shot where it pans across Snowjob's butt. It's very, very Rogue and X-Men sort of butt shot. Um, it's it's like the G.I. Joe's version of Rogue's, um, Rogue and who is she? What's that classic um, screenshot of Rogue where she's on the side on the floor? I can't remember who's, what's his name, who she's fighting? I forgot his name. Apocalypse. It's like that. That's the G.I. Joe's version of that. Is Snowjob laying in front of uh, you know the, the the Cobra team and and everything? Yeah, Apocalypse. Thank you, Wreckship. Yes, thank you, Toys. <laughs> thank you, guys. I appreciate. it. I got there quickly. Um, and anyway, uh, Derek Holyman says he should be on the Serpentor body. Well, we'll talk about that in a second as well, Derek, because I don't. I think he's going to be completely new, and I think he'll be bigger than Serpentor. Um, can't wait for all the photos of uh, Nemesis Immortal cradling Snowjob. Exactly, yeah. Um, or just holding him by his ankle and just chucking him. Um, Diecast says, when I saw the movie, I realized that the UK Pyramids of Darkness VHS had, VHS had all the 87 figures on it. Previously thought Falcon was Flint. Interesting. Um, yeah, so anyway, this was amazing. Um, and he shows up, he kind of kicks A, and it, it all who is this guy, this creature? Uh, and then you then we start to kind of get a bit more information about Cobra La. Pythona turns up and she kind of like, you know, like has a has a word with Cobra Commander, should we say? Um, he's already been slapped across the face um by Nemesis Enforcer um during his kind of like, oh, like, you know, like basically letting on that he knows these people but not being it's funny at that point because cobra command is letting on that he knows these people but i think i think he's excited because obviously now gi joe are being dealt with but it's almost like he's forgotten the fact that he's been exiled <laughs> a little bit and they hate and they're not fans of cobra commander um because of his failures but anyway um so yeah anyway don't really know about that and obviously it kind of builds the episode and uh even like the royal guards showing up that was actually even more mind-blowing when the royal guards come out of the hole and they're all like you know la, 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 all doing that and they're you know flying out of the place and they've got these big swords and they're beating the joes up easily one grabs quick kick and just swings him into a blooming um one of those kind of like huge plant tree things um and the spore 
launchers technically was what they are in the end of the day and then um and snake eyes gets like absolutely wiped out by one of them as well and you're just thinking who are these creatures that are knocking the crap out of some of the joe's finest hand-to-hand combat specialists uh in any case we introduced to the character in this in this cartoon in this uh film and uh at the same time um he's released his version one figure is released in um uh, on on shelves on on card with a three pack Cobra La team alongside the Royal Guard and Globulus. Um, now again, I will say that there is a divisive feeling within the fandom, obviously, because I, I think a lot of people are a little, you know, resentful of Cobra La sort of coming along and really kind of like jumping the shark in some cases. In a lot of cases, it, it really did. I mean, Sunbow wasn't exactly, you know. Uh, it wasn't exactly real life, um, but there was some element. I say that there was loads of crazy stuff that happened in it. Cobra La is like just another. Cobra La is just a more visually obvious, you know, kind of standout in Sunbow. I would say because there are crazy things and weird things that happen in the Sunbow series that you just like. You just accept. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's just whatever. It's it's the Sunbow cartoon. Um, so it doesn't necessarily, you know, need to be everyone's canon. And I don't think it was. Um, what I liked, though, was the way that Cobra La was kind of utilized in modern media with, you know, like comics, uh, often showing up in the Transformers, G.I. Joe Transformers comics, which we will talk about a little bit later on. Um, you know, like, and, and now I think, you know, I, I'm thinking like, you know, because classified is one of those things where it kind of encompasses all uh, G.I. Joe um, throughout the years. It's, it's like we wants to touch on all of those aspects. And I don't think there's any problem with that. I think it's cool. I and mean, again, you don't, just because classified as making figures, it doesn't mean your particular canon or your universe that you have these, or your display or what you collect or that kind of stuff, it doesn't need to affect that. If you don't want it, you don't want it and you don't need it. Fair enough. So I get that. Um, and but I think that's the way it should be dealt with because, I, again, I think this Cobra La thing, I can't get enough of it. I desperately want Pythona. I think coming out of the, the kind of gate with Nemesis Immortal, a.k.a. Nemesis Enforcer, is an interesting one. And it does, to me, scream that we're going to get other Cobra La um, characters because even though they've always kind of done Nemesis Enforcer in some way, shape, or form, um, with only two versions of a figure out, um, they've always seemed to kind of like, they always seem to get to that particular one. But you don't see Globulus every time. You don't always see Pythona, of course. We only saw her in the modern four-inch. Um, and you certainly don't see Royal Guards ever. I mean, you know, we could have done with a, a modern four-inch Royal Guard, please and thank you. But no, like I think, I think we'll get these characters. Classified has a bit more. Th th there's that feeling of this isn't just like a couple of years and then we'll be doing something else sort of vibe, is it? I mean, what we're like three years in, coming into the fourth year, and then there's going to be, uh, you know, we know the stuff coming. Actually, we we know 2025 is at least on the cards as well. So you know that there's more coming with this lot and you know that they could easily churn out some royal guards a pythona and then maybe even do some crazy crazy stuff with globulus anyway so they're available on a three pack um the cobra la team 
and Nemesis and Force, they all kind of like get, you know, they're kind of separate separated by the bubble section, as you can see on, on the image on screen. Um, the first time I picked this up was at a JoeCon, and I want to say it was my, I want to say it was Springfield, and I remember talking to David of um, Thingy, of Toy Hunter fame. Have you ever seen the show Toy Hunter with Jordan Hembra? Um, David, his kind of like assistant, love David, he's really nice, um, kind of got friendly with him after meeting him in Birmingham and appearing on the Toy Hunter show for one episode. Guys, if if you haven't, if you have watched the Toy Hunter series, then you've almost certainly seen the episode that I'm on where I talk about the Turtles figures. It was surreal. It was so surreal. They, they came to a, a con in Birmingham and Nick and I was, you know, we were set up for in-demand toys around just right next to them. And I was like, right, I'll go and say hello. Met David, met Jordan, met the production team and everything. They were really nice. Had a little chat with them. And they said, do you want to be on the show? And I was like, yes. Uh, I said, I want, to, I want all these turtles. And when can I when can I come and get them? So like later in the day, they said, just come here at like later in the day when it's a little busier and uh, we'll get you sorted out. And, and I was like, cool. Signed an NDA and away I went. And then I was on I was on the show and they didn't cut anything. I was amazed. I thought I was going to have, I, I had this long diatribe when I was talking with David on, on like the, the camera just appeared. I like, like it was one of those things where they didn't tell you what was really going on. That I just came over. David meant, you know, said, Oh yeah. Okay. Let's, let's take you through. Let's, let's get you a deal on these turtles figures, loads of carded figures that I really wanted. And, um, and and yeah, and so like uh, what they did was they said, can you talk about the turtles a little bit? And I'm like, yeah. So I talked about them from the UK perspective and the whole like hero turtles thing and, um, you know, the kind of censorship towards like nunchucks and how um, Mikey was always cut out of fight scenes and stuff like that. And And it's so weird and surreal and they didn't cut any of it. It's amazing. And I was, I was, I just expected to just be like on the cut, never, you know, all just nothing. And no, it was really good. So um, what was funny though was that we'd already uh, we'd already sorted out the price before the show was recorded. And they do this kind of on the fly, like they 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 record the whole thing or they record on and off. Um, but they, you know, you go and you do something, and then all of a sudden the camera just appears and you're like, oh, hello. It's a bit disconcerting. But we'd already planned on how much I was going to pay for it off camera. So when it came to like the negotiation part, it's like, um, you know, Jordan's called over and he comes over and he's and he says his thing. He goes, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" And um, he says he wants these turtles. And he goes, "Which ones?" And he goes, and David says, "All of them." And he goes, "All of them?" You know how he's like, how Jordan's like, and he did this kind of big like, you know, you know, kind of thing. And the production team stopped the recording and said, Jordan, that was great. Could you do it again, but be even more enthusiastic and more, more? And he was like, okay, yeah. And I'm like, how could you be more enthusiastic than he just was? And then he did it again and he was more enthusiastic. It was amazing. So um, yeah, I did that. Had That was fun. Met those guys. And David, yeah. So we, I was at Springfield. So a complete tangent there, sorry. And um, while I was at the Springfield convention, uh, David, uh, I was I was I, I was talking to David at the time, and I said I'm really hoping to try and get the Cobra Last set. I want to see if anyone's got one because it was kind of like a little holy grail of mine at the time. I had a loose set um, of of all the figures, but in like baggies and stuff. But I didn't have the carded set, and I was really desperate for it. And um, I went on like a little loop around the around the con, 
And lo and behold, there was one there um, that I did a loop. And I did a loop. I saw it. And I was like, oh, brilliant. Cool. I'll... And then I can't remember what happened. I think I was either called away for a um, panel, not doing a panel, but because a panel was coming on. And I was like, right, I'll come back and get that later. And when I came back, it had gone. It had already been sold. And I was gutted. So I ended up getting one, uh, I think, on like, I want to say when I went back to the UK, I think I got it like on eBay or something like that. But um, I was so excited. I was gutted I missed out on that one. Um, but thankfully got the one on eBay, I think cheaper than the one that was guy, guy was selling it for. I believe the one that was being sold at the con at the time, this is going to really like be crazy because they're really expensive now, I think. But it was only 80 bucks which you might think oh, that's a lot actually for something of uh, of that but no i think it was genuinely that um you know it it's it, it they're way expensive now and 80 at the time i was i would have i'd have you know i'd have sucked his hand off for that um but no i ended up getting it for fair, around about the same amount i think it was about 80 85 i think i paid for it on eBay, but you know, I was happy I got it and I was really, and yeah, I'm just, I'm stoked that I have the Cobra last set and uh, carded and loose now. Um, anyway, that's the, the long and short of that. Now, it didn't appear in the UK. This never came out in the UK. Um, and that's another thing. Like, we are never, we had the, the VHS uh, movie, but we didn't have any of the figures other than obviously the Triple T and the Sarge. Um, Mercer, Taurus, and Red Dog were uh, on single card, um, were single carded figures. We didn't get that three pack of Renegades. Um, and what else? And that's, yeah. So, anyway, anywho, um, the particular Nemesis Enforcer figure came with a set of wings, it's shown here, um, and looked reasonably like the Nemesis Enforcer from the, uh, from the film. But there were slight variations under the, the, the um, the elbow like blades were very small, uh, but they were there, <laughs> so it wasn't like they missed those. Um, and then, of course, on, as well as the wings, the kind of kind of batty wings, which were a little bit kind of you know they were smaller, but again, what could else could they do on a three pack? I, I think they probably did the best they could there with that. Um, one actually, one image I didn't put in here was the catalog image that shows the pre pros of these figures. Uh, I should have done, but I was rushing and I forgot to. In any case, it, the only thing I wanted to say about that was, in actual fact, we'll talk about that if and when we get a Globulus that comes up because it didn't really do anything different for this particular figure. There was no like difference in deco or anything like that. Um, but anywho, we get this kind of wing set, but we also get these tentacles. Now, what um, has kind of come up recently, I've been chatting with Pat about this very recently, about the tentacles, and Pat's uh, thought process on it was that he thinks, and I have to be in full agreement with him here, he thinks that this wasn't necessarily supposed to be an accessory for Nemesis Enforcer to put where is a backpack. Um, and in actual fact, we see the tentacles on the back of Globulus on um, one of those uh like Toy Fair catalogs or whatever catalog it is. Um, so it's interesting that that is something that happens. But we also see Globulus's sort of weird rifle with um, uh, Nemesis Enforcer as well. So they may have just like, you know, it might have just been like the people taking pictures didn't know what the hell went with what figure and just guessed. 
um, which obviously happened quite often. And it still happens to this day. Um, but anyway, this particular kind of situation, Pat thinks this is was a, a it was going to be one of those like it was going to might might it might have had some sort of like bendy sort of property. You know, like how they do like metal inserts to kind of make them bend and move and you can kind of put them in certain positions and they'd hold their shape and stuff like that. He thought it was something that you'd put on a GI Joe and like wrap around them to kind of create some sort of like Cobra La biological trap. And I feel like that is an absolutely solid idea as to what that, uh, that kind of particular accessory um, was all about. Um, obviously, it makes sense for Cobra La. We don't necessarily see it. Yeah, Bendy Wire Toy Reclaimer, absolutely. Um, but like, we don't really see it on like um, uh, what was I saying? We don't really see it on like the, yeah, we don't see it in the film necessarily. We see things like it. We see the four-headed electricity snake. We see the um, you know the kind of uh, tapeworm clamshell thing. We see a clamshell that, you know, the sticky clam with the <laughs> with the BT inside it. We see like, you know, puffer, puffer fish exploding things like grenades. We see um, squidgy face huggers, but we don't really see that thing, uh, the tentacles. So I, we think it's something along those, those lines. Also, it, it has vibes of the Dianoga to me as well from uh, Star Wars, the trash compactor monster. I think just the color and you know the tentacle bit is a little bit like the tentacle on that tentacles on that. Anyway, um, yes. So that is that. But also, what was I going to say after that? Nothing. We just go straight on to the file card. Now, um, this one I want to read out because there's lots of stuff. If you haven't really ever read the file card, there's kind of information and there's stuff in here that kind of really does delve into the character a little bit more and kind of reveals some stuff that isn't ever really known or said or brought up in the comics or cartoon or anything. So Nemesis, and we'll talk about the comics in a bit, because obviously they never really showed up in the Marvel series, but they did show up in late, or the Cobra La did show up in later kind of um, issues of, of, of G.I. Joe media. So anyway, it says, they say in Cobra La, that Globulus raised the Nemesis Enfor the Nemesis Enforcer from a pile of dead things, and that where his soul should be, there is nothing but emptiness. His leathern wings, leathern is actually a word, by the way. I wasn't aware of that until I had to check to see if it was a typo or not. But no, it just means leathery. And they change it to leathery in the uh, later file card. But anyway, his leathern wings have beat across the night skies since before the Ice Age, and he tirelessly carried out the dark will of his master and creator. Fleeting glimpses of his sinister form gave rise to legends of vampires, harpies, and countless other things that go bump in the night. Now, I love that aspect. Almost, you know, when they do, um, so like, you know, when they kind of do like retcon history in G.I. Joe and Transformers stuff. Like, if you, you know, remember when we had the first Transformers movie, right? And they tried to claim that the first moon landing, not the moon landing, the um, that's in later ones, but the um, Mars rover um, kind of gets crushed and broken. Uh, and it's like this this robot appears and just trashes. Like that was the trailer in the, for the original Transformers, or the, the, one of the teaser trailers. And, it's, and I think they show that again in like that bit where um, they're explaining to the, you know, some of the characters, 
um, where these transformers have come from and what they, what Sector Seven know about them. So, like, I like it when they do things like that. They they kind of reinvent history to match the storyline. And I love the fact that his uh, like existence is the reason why people think there are vampires, harpies, and like you know, um, kind of other uh, cryptids, shall we say? Do you know what I mean? So I, I like that. I think that's pretty cool. Um, hey Adam, I was just I was just bigging up your highly articulated show that I'd just been on about twenty minutes prior. So um, yeah, thanks, buddy. It's, sorry I'm late, lols. <laughs> I was by the way I was also late to Adam's show because I'm an idiot and didn't realise it was Sunday. I thought it was Saturday still all day long. How sad is that though when you realise it's not? You've like lost a day in your mind. That's what I did. Um, Scott says, Nemesis Enforcer, queen of the harpies. Absolutely. Um, yes, indeed. Hit the like button, cheese bags. Um, Bigfoot, exactly. Exactly. Oh, sorry, Peppermint Oil Capsule. I missed uh, uh, I missed your... Ah, yes. Thank you. I did miss that, by the way, genuinely. I didn't even see it come up. And when you said scroll up, I thought, I bet you've done a... Yeah, so thank you for the super chat. Much appreciated. I'm so sorry I, I missed that the first time around. I was just getting so... I think I was telling that story and I just got into a, a zone. A uh, few few pounds from Zazzle's Clubhouse and Sergeant Slaughter's Slaughter, Slaughterhouse YouTube channel. Thank you very much. You know it's always appreciated. Um, thank you very much, Peppermint Oil Capsule. Um, and so sorry for missing it the first time around. And thank you for reminding me. I, I apologise massively. Um Yes, Tristan, exactly the, my point. Transformers Cybertron series had a whole sub-faction of Decepticon criminals that were supposedly the basis for Earth's cryptids and monster legends. Exactly. I love that. This is exactly that vibe, isn't it, that they're doing with this um, with this, this uh, file card. Uh, anyway, Nemesis is obviously the Mothman, Benedict. Exactly. So it goes on. He can glide silently and land without a sound. He is the other presence in the pitch black room. He is the lurker in the dark, just outside your bedroom window. He rattles the garbage cans and makes your floors creak. He is the dread that stands behind you in the dark and dares you to turn and face him. He's effectively a predator. <laughs> no, uh, but anyway, he's a he's one of those creeps that just follows you around your house. Um, yeah, uh, but anyway, really, really awesome. Now that's in quotes. Who? Who quote who who's it from? It doesn't say. Is it from it's not from Globulus, obviously. Who would it be? Duke, Hawk, maybe? Who do you think? Anyway, um, that's Nemesis Enforcer uh version one. Now, that leads me on to comic appearances. And the reason I'm doing comic appearances now is because in terms of the timeline, we get those before we get, or we get a few appearances before we get uh his second version of of, uh, of the figure. I say second version, it's technically a version one because he does switch to Immortal at that point. So anyway, comic appearances. Mainly G.I. Joe versus the Transformers, it would appear, right? Eh? The Art of War, Black Horizon, Comic Pack Issue 8, which isn't a Transformers uh, crossover, but Transformers versus G.I. Joe from Tom Scioli is, and Cobra Commander possibly in 2024, which also isn't a Transformers crossover. Well, actually, no, it is. It's in the Energon universe. So yeah, I'm right in saying that. So it's just the comic pack issue, number eight, which technically isn't in the G.I. Joe versus the Transformers uh, universe, which I've still put under G.I. Joe versus the Transformers. I suppose you could argue that it sort of is. No, it's not really, is it? Unless Hec unless we're saying that um, Hector Garrido, not Hector Garrido, rest in peace, wonderful Hector Garrido. Um, um, uh, oh, what's his name? 
I've completely forgotten the name of the character that ties all the Sunbow universes together. The 20 questions with... I've completely forgotten his name. Guys, what's the name of the reporter who does 20 questions in the Sunbow series? He's in Gem. He's in Inhumanoids. He's in Transformers. Ramirez. Hector Ramirez. Thank you, Traz. I completely blanked on Hector Ramirez's name there. Thank you, Rexships85. Thank you, Harrison Townsend. Um, Pastor Progi says, in regards to Transformers crossover, I hope we get Marissa Fairborn in one of the crossover figs. Uh, yeah, actually, um, Pastor Progi, I did like the the club crossovers with G.I. Joe Transformers because we got Old Snake, we got um, Marissa Fairborn. Um, yeah, absolutely. Geraldo, exactly, Viper Scout. It was Geraldo, wasn't it, basically? Hector Ramirez. Anyway, so comic appearances. The Art of War 2006, uh, which is technically the issue in the top right of those five issues on screen, um, basically. Yes, Peppermint Oil Capsule, Hector Ramirez. Everyone's told me now. I, I, I just completely had a brain fart of the highest order. Um, but yeah, The Art of War was won um, in 2006. was a G.I. Joe Transformers crossover. And Cobra La kind of turned up in there a little bit. Um, Black Horizon, I think he kind of turns up in the last issue, I want to say. And it's Nemesis Enforcer that turns up in that issue. And that leads into Black Horizon, which is a full-on Transformers, Pretenders, Cobra La. It's such, it like, it's all of the quirky, like, divisive things of both brands brought into a comic series that I really enjoyed. Black Horizon's really good. I really enjoyed that one. Because um, you've got, like, Bludgeon um, is in that one in a big way, and all some of the other pretenders are in there. You've got, um, like, loads of quirky characters in that particular issue. And the artwork's gorgeous. There's one amazing um, shot, isn't there, with... Um, I might be thinking of the first Transformers G.I. Joe crossover, or the first modern one, where we saw Cobra Commander kind of and those and those troopers going into that kind of crashed Transformers arc sort of situation. Um, yeah, I think that's the first one. Black Horizon's like the third in that series, pretty much. Um, yeah, so many Joe Transformers crossovers in the comics that I've completely forgotten a load of them. And then, of course, we got the comic pack issue eight, which we'll talk about after the comics here, because um, there's a bit more to get stuck into. And uh, that obviously comes with his uh, his modern era four inch version figure, um, Transformers versus GI Joe in 2015, which was the Tom Scioli um, series. Again, a little bit kind of like you know not everyone's cup of tea, and something that grew on me. Honestly, I wasn't a massive fan of it initially, and it grew on me. I mean, it's bonkers. It doesn't make any sense. It's like a, it's like and he said himself, like it's about it's almost like written from the perspective of a child playing with all these toys and just, you know, just making stuff up as you do and saying weird stuff and, uh, and putting them in weird situations and stuff. So there's a, there's a very interesting like thought process going on there and I've, and I had to respect it. And also it definitely grew on me. Um, and of course, Cobra La, uh, do turn up in it, um, as well. Uh, Nemesis Enforcer, Nemesis Enforcer, uh, of course, in that as a two. Now, he'd already been switched to Nemesis Immortal at that point, so I thought that was quite interesting that I'm pretty sure he's Nemesis Enforcer in that Tom Scioli series. But then again, there's a few things that just, you know, I don't think he really was paying attention to any of those sort of trademark situations, but I might be wrong. He might be Immortal. Um, I'll have to double check. In any case, 
he's in that um he's in that particular issue i believe uh, that has rc on the front which was, i want to say is like third i can't remember what issue it was um then you have the possible appearance and i'm imagining in this kind of classified design in cobra commander the new skybound comic um miniseries now this particular cover has cropped up recently with a silhouette on the front and you know obviously i, th I think most people can see that it's clearly going to be nemesis and immortal um and also the fact that you know cobra la plays a huge part in this origin story of this skybound cobra commander energon universe uh story completely separate from a real american hero so don't worry if you're not into that sort of thing it doesn't have to bother you or affect you you can keep going with your real american hero uh and for other people you can do both and for other people you can just do this one so there's options yeah it's great and it's good that the brand is so big at the moment honestly it's crazy big it's like i'm su i'm surprised honestly at how well it's doing um with and the comics are brilliant as well i mean that is just a i'm really excited for these comics a real american hero included by the way i've been really enjoying um the new art style um and and the story as well it looks like it's you know i'm excited to see where it's going honestly um anyway so that is um the kind of comics situation right as we speak at the moment now continuing with the comics vibe nemesis immortal version one you could say nemesis enforcer v2 but it's nemesis immortal version one technically um in 2008 the character was revisited and renamed um we're assuming it was a um what's the word a trademark issue which is totally fine like that happens um and you know, i'm surprised they didn't do the nemesis steve um jenkins in brackets enforcer just to get around it it's like his real name <laughs> or all the names of the dead people that he was uh apparently according to uh the um the file card which like again if you're not paying attention to file cards which I've, I've, I've read that file card, but never really, it, you know, it's hard to soak in that much information when you think about what is it like, however many file cards. I mean, if you've got the Omnibus hardcover edition of The Art of G.I. Joe, oh God, I forget how heavy this is, then you, you've got a good excuse then to have a look at all the file cards again and read them all. My God, Carson and Chad, how on earth? earth does this exist honestly it's like lifting up a cement block there are boxes in the warehouse i work in that are lighter than that crazy anyway <laughs> um anyway so nemesis immortal was packaged with lieutenant falcon version 4 and featured an original comic written by hammer larry Hammer, that takes place in the sunbow universe um, now, what is interesting about this set is that if you thought the classified Falcon was bad, it is. If you think the classified version of Falcon is bad, it is. Then check out Lieutenant Falcon version four if you get the opportunity. Probably one of the most heinous head sculpts. And again, Falcon Man, why is it always Falcon getting this? Like, I don't understand. Like, this guy needs more... Well, I know, maybe it's karma for the uh, terrible person that he is. There's an element of redemption in there, but there is a terrible person in there initially. Um, you know, it's just... Uh, uh, yeah, there is a redemption arc, I'm, I must admit. But, like, 
in terms of you know this particular character just give him a decent head sculpt guys oh my goodness in actual fact it's not just a head sculpt with that figure that that whole figure is garbage um yeah it's tough man tough tough and rough hanging tough um don't give yourself a hernia says scott i might have done lifting that thing i swear it's beautiful don't get me wrong but can you make it can you do like a a paperback version <laughs> do a digital version for it i suppose it's the website isn't it um anyway i'm just joking it's it's amazing an amazing piece of work and i'm i'm happy to have it right here um i just need to find some sort of pedestal to display it on so I can actually read it with, you know, like opening the pages, like, it's like turning blooming bed sheets over. It's ridiculous. Um, anyway, brilliant stuff. So, like I said, comes with Falcon. Now, the figure came with the set of wings and, of course, the classic tentacle backpack, which we'll get to in a second. So they kind of homage, they continue that homage going. The wings are a little bigger here. They kind of make sense for this size of the figure. The figure's a big old boy. Uses the serpentor body for the most part with, like, for the most part, I say. And then there are other elements that, um, you know, even parts of the legs and the, um, uh, I think the wrists and the head are all new. Uh, lower, maybe the shin parts of the, like the lower legs and the feet, the wrists and the head, I think it might be new. And then I think the rest of the body or more, most of the rest of the body is serpentor. Um, which again, interesting kind of maneuver, but it works. And uh, I quite like this figure. I think it's um, pretty cool. <clears throat> now that he kind of comes with a backpack, which which the wings kind of slot into um, as well. And the, the secondary is kind of removable and the belt comes off as well. So there's kind of a lot more to this particular figure than the original. And like I said, he does come with the uh, tentacle backpack. Uh, the the blades are a lot more pronounced, a lot more kind of prominent as well. So this is kind of like your more, you know, th this was your kind of, th this was the ultimate nemesis. We'll just say nemesis figure um, at the time. So the good, a really good one to have in the in the kind of four inch, um, you know, line. Uh, and yeah, so the, what's interesting is that the comic that it comes with was written by Larry Harmer. And like I said, it takes place in the Sunbow universe. And what's interesting about that is that you know it's, it, they were doing some they were doing some original comic stories with some of these comic packs. And um, yeah, with this one, I think that Lieutenant Falcon is in the Himalayas with a couple of Joes. He's kind of helping Dusty get to safety after being injured, and then he is literally fighting Nemesis Enforcer for the most of the issue, kind of like almost like in that kind of you know, Arnie versus the Predator kind of vibe as they have to kind of take Dusty away and, you know, Lieutenant Falcon stays and fights him off to kind of make sure they get away. And then what transpires is them, like, having this, like, battle, you know, um, over a period of time in the Himalayas and stuff. It's, like, kind of cool, actually. And, um, yeah, so that was an interesting way of kind of bringing this character back. Um Doing a comic as well that was kind of brand new was kind of fun. And for it to be written by Larry Harmer was was great too. Because um, you know, I think I, I think he I he I I think he famously has kind of like looked down a little bit on the kind of Cobra La, to put it lightly, uh, the Cobra La aspects of the uh of the of the kind of brand. But you know, he 
you know, did a cool story with it. So that that's that's all cool story, bro. Um, any in any case, so yes, that is Nemesis Immortal version one, aka Nemesis Enforcer version two, however you want to put it. Um, and they did make some slight changes to the file card for this one. Obviously, it's Nemesis Immortal now. Trademarked, they made sure they trademarked it. They say in Cobra Law that Globulus raised the Nemesis Immortal from a pile of dead things and that where his soul should be, there is nothing but emptiness. All pretty straightforward as it was before. His leathery wings, they've changed leathern to leathery, have beat across the night skies since before the Ice Age as he has tirelessly carried out the dark will of his master. I think that's exactly the same. And then, yeah, I think the last bit's pretty much the same as well. So, yeah, they didn't really kind of make much change, many change, they didn't make many changes there. Um, and there you have it. That's pretty much everything Nemesis Enforcer Immortal. Um, I think now we're going to talk classified. Of course we are. That's the whole point of this entire endeavor. Now, with ne with this one, we know that Nemesis Immortal is going to be a deluxe figure. We also know he's going to be taller than other figures. He's going to be a different... So there's going to be a unique build here. Um, there's going to be unique aspects to this one. I don't think there's going to be any reuse. Uh, not that I can think of. If they're, going to, if they're making a bigger buck, if they're making a bigger figure, it's going to be the biggest one in the line then I don't think it's even possible to have any reuse going on. So um, what I expect with this one is the fact that it's in the deluxe category means that those wings are going to be freaking awesome. Will they do the tentacles, I wonder? That is a question, isn't it? Um, and an interesting one. Like, I really do wonder if we'll get those tentacles um, done in a similar kind of fashion, if they make it a backpack, because we've seen it now on two figures in a row, Will they take that as gospel or will they sort of revert to, you know, what is what is what's more likely um, to, to do? And I'd like to see maybe some other things dropped in to this particular release, like, like I said, the puff of the puff of the starfish or the puffer fish grenades, the squidgy face huggers, the, the, the you know, the clamshell tapeworms, those kind of things, the four headed electricity snake, those items. I wonder if we're going to see anything like that for Nemesis Immortal that maybe could carry over to, you know, a Pythona release in the future. I would always, I'd love it if they did Pythona as a deluxe, but it might, it might be a possibility that, you know, if we do get Pythona, she'll be a single carded figure and they might just deck Nemesis Immortal out as a deluxe with more of those Cobra La sort of um, things, which is cool because then, you know, at least that point you could then utilize them with pythona in the future mate scott i hope they call them squidgy face huggers officially i've been calling them squidgy face huggers the entire existence of, of me knowing about the action force and gi joe movies like that is my go-to term um lenny seems like the guy to try and include the tentacles but they might get priced out of the deluxe price point wreck ship i i would be Actually, yeah, you, you you might be right there. You might be right. They might have to like rein it in a little bit with the accessories with Nemesis Immortal because he's going to be so big. I I personally think we don't know, Mister Cheeseburger, when the next live stream is. We don't officially know when um, we talk about the 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 wrist blades, right? I personally don't think we're going to get retractable ones. It would be freaking cool if we did. I just don't see how that's possible practically and visually 
works, you know? So I think um is in a, he's not an exclusive, he's he's mainline, but he's just a deluxe figure poster out. He's a deluxe mainline figure. So I think there's gonna be two lots of arm gauntlets. I think he's gonna have long blades and short blades. So you can kind of, you know, you can have him extended, ready to cut some havocs open, or you know, not extended, not ready to cut some havocs open. And the only havocs you can have are ones that people have 3D printed um in that scale. Uh, I would I, do you know what I would love a havoc as a Haslab. I think that would be freaking awesome. And I know there are people out there going, why? That thing is ridiculous. It's too big and it's going to be, and it's too stupid. And I just love it. I think the Havoc's great. Um, anyway, think of all the cool stuff you could have on that. Seriously, think of the cool stuff you could have on that. I would forego lights so that we could have working fans on the bottom of the uh, hovercraft. So you pick, you press a button as you pick it up and it goes, like how freaking cool it doesn't have to work like it doesn't have to fly but obviously you press a button and those fans spin round would be freaking awesome anyway anyway that's that's another that's when we talk about let's talk classified has labs which we I, I think that'd be fun to do if um again i don't know if they are revealing anything has labby um for the next one um maybe they might save that for like yojo june it feels like we just got his tank We've still got the Dragonfly to come. I think if they did another one now, I don't know. I think people would be up for it. But I also think it might benefit them a great deal to hold their horses until maybe Yojo June. Personally, is what I, that's all I think anyway. But um, anyway, coming back to Nemesis Immortal in the Classified series, what do we know? Like I said, he's going to be the tallest. He's going to have some cool stuff. He's going to have some stuff. And he's going to be um a deluxe figure obviously we know that so i'm thinking wings i don't know exactly so like the gauntlets i think are going to be a long one and a short is what i expect wings wings i don't know what we're going to have here obviously they're going to be like the batty wings they're going to be like the biological ones that we're seeing on screen right now <clears throat> but how do they do that well how do they do it articulated because there's a possible you could do it. I mean, we've seen a, a really cool set of wings very recently from the Marvel Legends team that I think, you know, a bit of not sharing of obviously parts, but certainly a sharing of ideas in that sense to create something really good for Nemesis Enforcer. Or maybe they do a big open set of wings and a small set of wings. So you can, you know, almost like in a, you know, a, free, a spirit and freedom sort of vibe. Um, not that small. Could you imagine the, him having Freedom's wings on his back? That would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's tiny wings on his back. Um, those Venom wings, Mr. Cheeseburger, that's a good shout. Those Venom wings are pretty impressive as well, aren't they? The ones in the Marvel Legends Venom. Yes. Uh, they might look like that. I don't think they'll be those, but yeah, they might definitely have that vibe. Vibe? Um, yeah, so there's going to be... There's going to be some cool. I th I'm just ex I'm ex I'm excited for this one. I know I say that about everything. He's not going to be that. He's not going to be that that big. He's just going to be the biggest one in the line. He's going to be a touch taller than Serpentor, I believe, is uh, from what from my understanding. Uh, he's not going to be. He's not going to tower over Serpentor, but he's going to be taller than Serpentor. And I think that's right. I think that's that's how they should do it. You know that he should be the biggest one in the in the team in the in the brand in the universe. Um, 
did uh, the crystal carrier from the Cats as a Co-Rep episode, did that ever get a toy? That didn't, Scott, no. But I have seen an amazing custom of that. I think it was at one of the Joe Cons. Um, brilliant, brilliant custom. And it was remote controlled, I want to say, as well. I think, he, I think it was remote controlled. It was unbelievable. I was really impressed with that. Yeah, I think it was, it was a four-inch scale one. Beautiful, though. Absolutely beautiful. But no, they've never done the uh, the crystal carrying kind of like cooperate vehicle. I call it the cooperate vehicle because it reminds me of Sesame Street when they're connected. Uh, I go like, cooperate, that kind of situation. Like the two, they're basically doing their own thing and they're separate from each other, but they're connected. It's, it's hilarious. Um, anyway, so yeah, classified nemesis immortal. That's pretty much as far as I got with him in terms of what I'm expecting. You know, like like I said, possibly multiple sets of wings, possible multiple sets of arm, like, you know, blades, wrist blades. And um, and then, of course, uh, we get to, the, and, then, and like I said, the uh, possibility that you might have Cobra La accessories as well, which, you know, would be great, wouldn't it? If you could then have those to utilize with other characters from Cobra La in the future, I, aka Pythona, Globulus, Royal Guards, etc., etc. Now, I wonder if a Nemesis Enforcer in the line basically not confirms. I love it when we say confirms. It's the funniest thing ever. Confirms the existence of a possible the I was once a man Cobra Commander because that would be a Cobra Commander I would love to get. How good would that be? Anyway. We'll come back to that later. So this was another thing I wanted to highlight with the kind of differences between all of the kind of versions and artwork and, and stuff that we've had. Now, if you look at Nemesis Enforcer, Nemesis Enforcer in the cartoon, they kind of followed very closely that deco in the um, Nemesis Immortal version one figure on the far right side of the screen. So those two are fairly close. There's not much, you know, going on there in terms of different different kind of deco placements and, and so on and so forth. He does have things on his thighs, though, that don't appear on that figure. So I think they'll probably add those to, um, you know, if, if we're talking like from a design perspective, I imagine it's going to look very much like the Sunbow vibe, very much like that figure that we're looking at on the far right. And then it's going to have maybe some aspects, you know, from the from the cartoon from the from the animated film that were missing on that particular figure is what I'm getting at there. That's why I expect there because effectively the decos are very very close spot on almost. Um, now the artwork on the three pack and the figure itself almost just do their own damn thing. Really, both of them are just doing their own damn thing, not really following any rules. And what that makes me think of then is like, okay, well, maybe we could get another, you know, maybe we could get this version of Nemesis Immortal, um, Nemesis Enforcer, whatever you want to call him, um, from the, the comic three-pack artwork, which has got green, like the purple's completely different. The red is about the only like similar thing on there. And then everything else is just now, we just do what the hell we want, guys. We're going to go with this like purple and we're going to go with green and red. And it's like the figure was like, you know what? We like what you're doing on the artwork, <laughs> but we're going to try and get a bit closer to the film. So we're going to go with red. Yeah, we'll keep the red, but we'll keep that amazing light purple instead. Um, so yeah, I think 
yeah, retro nemesis uh, without all the options, Carl V. I think that's a good shout, actually. Um, yeah. So, like, again, you know, maybe they there's there's an option there for kind of some sort of repaint. I mean, there's there's a couple there, isn't there? There's the movie and figure. We'll talk about that again. The 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 kind of two thousand eight version. There's the comic. There's the card art deco, and then there's the actual action figure first version deco. So you got three, I would say, options for this. I think what they'll probably do is something closer to the um, the 2008 figure deco, maybe more muted, maybe a little darker, and maybe go something along those lines. Um, but that is my kind of, that's my kind of, I suppose, my expectation of what um, we could be getting for Nemesis and Forza. Now, uh, in Immortal, I haven't seen this one at all. I have no clue. All I know is the listing. Um, and a few of those details about the uh, the, the uh, unique build and all that kind of jazz. But everything else, yeah, anyone's guess, honestly. Um, yeah. I'm kind of, again, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for this one. I think they could do some really fun stuff with him. And I think it's going to be, again, like, I'm, I'm thinking like the packaging, the artwork, the render. What are we going to see in the render? Are we going to see some figures and characters and some stuff kind of hinted at, homaged, you know, like the render on the back of the of the package. Are we going to see like Pythona in there? Are we going to see Cobra La? Are we going to see Serpentor, Dr. Mindbender, Galob? Are we going to see that stuff on there? I'm really intrigued and I can't wait to see what's going on. And you know, some artist out there, someone that we probably, well, um, someone that we're aware of maybe or someone that we hasn't worked on the brand yet is mocking up or knocking up some amazing render of um, Nemesis Immortal. There's definitely an artist working on the uh, little artwork section. Um, we know that um, Oliver Barrett, Scott Johnson, those guys are doing a lot of the recent stuff. I think there's one other um, artist involved, but I, I don't think we found out who that is yet. Um, Oliver mentioned that there were a few people working on the um, the box art, where you see like the art pieces that they still do on the front. and um, we obviously worked out that Scott was another one, but we don't know who the other one is. So, um, yeah, hopefully we'll find out soon. And in any case, that's me, and that's Let's Talk Nemesis Immortal um, or Enforcer. Have I missed anything out there, guys? Let me know in the comments before we go. Um, let's see um, if I've missed any comments. I've missed a lot of comments, sorry. Um, <laughs> when the three-pack three came out, I was like, who is this guy? He looks so bad. Uh, that's quite funny. Hip hop radio tags media TV uh, tags. Um, past the praise, I think it's clear the Energon Universe comics is the media of choice for Cobra La. Only disappointment there is that I'd rather have Mercer version two. Well, you never know. Give it some time. We're, like Mercer's probably going to go through his whole uh, origin arc, isn't he? So he's going to start in that X Viper sort of uh, situation. Who knows when he when he like, the inevitability of him turning. To the GI Joe team, um, who know, he might even change his gear up, grow a beard, stick his uh, his uh, uh, Winter Soldier arm on. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I think that's a possibility, dude. Honestly, don't forget to hit the like button. Says Death Valley Machine. Absolutely. Why have you not hit the like button? Um, Snake Cobra Commander and Blind Roadblock SDCC two packs. Says Tristan. That would be phenomenal. Uh, we could get like a 
yeah, you could you could effectively do like a retro roadblock, even though we sort of already have that version of roadblock to a degree. But you could do a full on, you know, in much the same way they've done with Scarlet and Duke, a roadblock. And you could um have him with an alternate head. So yeah, he's got his uh his blind eyes kind of situation going on. Um and you could have, yeah, the face plate separate with a little detailing on the inside. I've just been over to the apartment, our old apartment, to pick up our my helmets, which were all on display on a really awkward part of the building to get to. Um and my Cobra Commander one's there and I really want to put it on. Um, but I it's too far away for me to, to get. Um it's literally there. Why can't I can't reach it? It's too far away. Um uh, nope ugly says tags. <laughs> Are you talking about this deco? It is a bit it's mental. Purple, red, green, yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I'd love to see it immortalized. Immortalized! Oh, come on, that was a good one. Um Serpentor Buck Classified. No, no, it's a new build. Where were you, David? Where were you? And I was just literally talking about this for hours. No, he's going to be a new build. Anywho, um, he's going to be taller than Serpentor. Imagine if we are able to get Nemesis Immortal in a live-action Joe movie, Wreck Ship 85. Wow, that would be crazy. I'd love to see a bit of Cobra La in, um, in like a live-action sense. Well, how weird and creepy that would be. Evening, Kevin. Um, will he appear in the comic before the digital render? Could be a reason to stay tuned. Pastor Pierogi, I would say that... In fact, let's transition, and I'll do this as like a Q&A section, because that makes more sense, doesn't it? I don't know. Does it? Oh, I could have taken that off screen. Otherwise, we're doing that. Hilarious. Um, I guess it makes sense. This makes more sense than what we were just looking at. Um, will he appear in the comic before the digital render? That's a good question. I assume that the um, that the digital render is probably going to be soon if the comic... So, well, the comics, that's issue four, I think, isn't it? It's four or five. I think it's I think it I can't remember which one it is now. I think it's issue four that we've seen that kind of silhouette on on the cover. And because of that, that makes me think, well, that's a good few, it's a good number of months away. But that's not to say that he won't show up in the next issue. Um, and that that's just a cover. They don't want to reveal that because he hasn't, you know, issue two hasn't come out yet. So it's possible that the character's probably gonna come earlier than that, Kitty said, in the miniseries, in which case maybe that is why, you know, like, like issue two is just around the corner, isn't it? It's not this week, is it? Is it this week or next week? It's pretty soon, because we've had a preview of it already um, with the dreadnoughts and everything, haven't we? I wonder, I don't know what the release date is. Some Someone with better knowledge than me can tell me in the comments. Um, but I, I would assume that they'll want to do the digital render before it's revealed in the comics. But you know what happens? If there's if there's any form of like possibility that there's going to be a leak for a comic, it's probably going to happen first. So we might see the figure in, um, you know, we might see the we might see the figure in that in uh, in that before we see anything in um, in that digital render form. I would imagine if I was a betting person, I'd imagine we'll get that um, GI Joe live event sooner rather than later. One of the renders reveals is probably Nemesis Immortal, and probably there's going to be a lot of render reveals because 
or there's probably going to be a lot more than because they didn't do any last time did they they just did name only they went straight into it so yeah and i was really happy of that i feel like they were like chris hasn't done his let's talk classified episode so we better just <laughs> we better just hold off on the render reveals so we can do those honestly it's like i've i've been so fortunate with that like but honestly those videos are taking too long to edit so that's why i'm doing them live now um anyway so yeah hard to say but if i was a betting person we'll get the render first and then we'll see his appearance in the comics maybe like issue three is what i would i would bet but i don't know so that that's what i'm that's my expectations that will probably be completely wrong um hoping he is the same artist as the one that did serpentor mind vendor packaging marbs oh both of those packaging both of those pieces of art would oh just phenomenal problem is we don't really get that anymore um it'll be an open front box to show the figure and then the back will have there'll be a little bit of art and then on the front and then the back will be a render of the action figure digital render of course um and then with you know with homage in the background and stuff so it's it's technically not gonna have the same effect is it um chris did you check out the dreadnoughts concept trailer not yet i'm terrible at this because i've just generally been like had no time to do anything but i will i will try and get to it as soon as i can um yes chris had classified havoc all day thank you david when do we get fred seven says mr cheeseburger not a clue there is a fred deluxe listing um which would be really cool if it was genuinely fred a like i don't know battle armor cobra commander or something but um not not a clue mr cheeseburger to answer that question would love a heavy duty and a tombstone says marcus well Heavy Duty, we know the trademark has been um, re-upped, or at least has been, you know, um, what do they call it? Processed? I think processed um, by the Hasbro legal team. Um, that happened not too long ago. So oh, I said not too long ago. It was last year now. But um, we did look a whole episode on the fact that Heavy Duty might be around the corner. Well, wasn't Nemesis Immortal only taking orders from Globulus, says Jason? Uh, yes. Yeah, he only, yeah, he, he, like Pythona to a degree, but mainly if Globulus asked, told him to do something, he did it. Um, I second that two pack roadblock with his white shirt under his vest, 100% tags. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because technically they haven't done the shirt under the vest, have they? No, that is a good point. That would make a serious retro version worth it. Different legs as well, obviously. Uh, the shirt underneath, yeah, you could definitely do a really good uh, retro roadblock for that. I agreed. Mercy V2 is such an underrated fig, says Benedict. Agreed. Um, why is Mercer not just a random Viper in the Duke comic? Because he's kind of like, he's more important than that. And I think that's why he's going to be more important for G.I. Joe in the future. So he's kind of like, you know, he's worked his way up the ranks. He's doing, he's, you know, he's, he's a bit more than just your... Your, your normal viper um and we never really knew the ins and outs of the origin we only knew that he was an ex-viper that you know that just you know bounced basically when he realized it wasn't for him what kind of nut bars they all were this is slightly more in depth than that so i'm, I'm guessing there's going to be more interesting deep depthy storyline behind his transition from cobra to gi joe or we never see it and it just he just stays a cobra guy the whole time <laughs> um still need big lobe or big lob but either way yes uh cobra is next month duke this week thank you christopher so duke is wednesday and cobra is in feb brilliant cannot wait for both of those um 
Law and Order too. Yeah, we need Law and Order, don't we? Definitely. Graham Black, Lieutenant Falcon, and he comes with a bag of spark. Oh my god, yeah. You mean uh, from the Deke cartoon? Yeah, I got. I was really confused then. I'm like, oh, you mean drugs? Yeah, um, from the Deke episode where he gets he becomes a junkie. Yes, and the Graham Black, aka the Sonic Fighters Deco, absolute banger. I love that Falcon. Love it. I we, I hope to hell we get an updated Night Force Falcon and they do a repainted uh, Sonic Fighters version. And I hope we never see that head sculpt ever again. I'd rather a leak in the comics than the random leaks we get from time to time. Kind of same, past the pierogi on in that one on with you. The comics at least don't give away really what the figure is. They might give away some slight design detail, but you can kind of get away with it in art on comics that the character looks very much like their original figure, even if it is drawing from like a classified design, if you know what I mean. Not really in the same way as Rock and Roll and Stalker recently, uh, how they've been utilized in the uh, comics. But for the most part, you know, you can get away with it. You know, they look the same-ish, you know. You don't have to go crazy detailed on it. Um, we need nine pre-orders every live stream, do we? Uh, I feel like we get nine pre-orders every live stream. It might have been more than that on the last one. Um, yeah, Duke 2 is January 31st. Thank you. Mr. Cheeseburger, the art packaging is way better than the plastic cover. I agree. I know I'm in the minority on that one, but I miss those. Though that that they got it so right, I thought I thought with the render on the front, artwork and and stuff, and uh, you know, on the front, and then on the back they had the thing you know, the the actual figure and everything. I thought they got it right there. They've still done well with with the plastic, you know, cover and everything. So you can kind of see what the figure looks like. But I don't care. I buy everything. I don't buy anything off the shelf. Who does? <laughs> like, who's waiting for that stuff? But then again, if you are, I get it. I understand it. I understand it. But still, you know, I just, I love that, that, you know, this, these, these, this is it, man, for me. I love this. Render, figure, yada, 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 artwork, artwork. I thought it was cool. I really thought that was dope, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, what else are we saying? So many classified figures, so little time. Agreed, Andrew. Uh, I love those live news bursts. More chances for Chris to slip up and make another accidental reveal. All right. All right, Luke. Um, I haven't done any today. It's only that one. So far, I've only done that once. And it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm blacklisted now. <laughs> um, would love for you to share with the group. Generation Joe, yes, you have done a, a talking about your Dreadnoughts uh, concept trailer, right? Um, yeah. Where can, where, tell, tell us, where, tell the group where they can find it. Go for it. Um, Eduardo Perez says we need Ambush 2. Yeah, we do. We need a lot of the Deke era. Of, well, I say Deke era because it was like 89, 90, 91. That kind of period of time. Some absolute bangers, aren't there? Um, I feel like we won't get away from Headman, but it'll be dope to, if we can get that sub team. I think, I think, I think we could get the Headhunters at some point and Headman. Um, I see that stack of classified figures, Chris. Which ones? So, this stack here you're talking about, we've got Nunchuk. Very excited for him. Uh, we've got 
General Hawk, very excited for him as well. We have Helix, very excited for her. I'm like, this is such a strong wave for me. Uh, Shooter, Nightfall Shooter, again, another absolute stonker. Can't wait for this one. Yeah, very excited to get Shooter out of there. Shockwave, another beauty with some gear. I still don't understand this background for him. Makes no sense. Especially when like Helix's background is perfect for him. Like just do a Dreadnoughts that you did the buzzer and rip on basically the same blooming card backs. Um Crimson Alive Wiper. There's another one I need to get hold of. I need to open, not get hold of. Um Viper, Python Patrol, again, very excited for this one. Really like the fact because uh, again, we knew for the longest time, uh, we knew the design, we knew the build, we knew it was Python Patrol, we knew it was a female character, we knew everything about this figure except that Viper thing. So we literally knew everything about this apart from that. We even knew what friggin' accessories it was coming with, including the mask and everything. And um, we were like, well, that's cool. Um, you know, we knew about the concepts and where how it developed and where it came from and all this kind of stuff. Um, and they would like coming up with like ideas of like you know doing a, a theme, uh, you know a ninja in the Python Patrol, and you know they came up with this, and I thought it was really really cool. And so because I've got this like little background on it, it's made me really excited to um, you know to get the figure out and kind of enjoy because that figure is dope. Like the the the, the parts they're using. You know, that um, Akiko figure is phenomenal. The Blue Ninja's great. Uh, using it on this one, again, I think is a, is a good move. And I love the fact that we've got another Python Patrol character. So, yeah, that's another one. We also have, yeah, there's more, Tiger Force Flint. Again, excited for this one. I love this Flint figure, you know, the uh, the base figure that it's utilizing. And, again, I'm, I think I'm in the minority again, but I really like the eye makeup. I think it's dope. I think it looks really cool and interesting. And I like the kind of, like, random you know, randomness of it. I think it's wicked. Um, I, I do. I'm, I'm a fan. And of course, it's Tiger Force, and I can't wait to add him to the Tiger Force section down there. And of course, last, probably, I've saved the, my favorite to last. Oh, I've already opened the Crimson Alley Viper, haven't I, Jason? I have already opened it. That's why it was shaking about in there when I picked it up. I just haven't put it up. I should do that. I'll do that now. Thanks very much. Thanks for reminding me. I can't believe I, I probably would have done another unboxing an unboxing on it's already open that's hilarious thank you jason i appreciate you reminding me but this is what i am excited for the most this mole rat is giving me all the vibes love it absolutely love it and i love the fact that it's got glow in the dark aspects in the paint on the on the alternate head and everything that's freaking awesome so much cool stuff with this one very excited to get into mule rat look at that artwork baby oh yeah, I'm excited here. So, um, yeah, quite a few. I can't believe I did a unboxing of this. Put it back in the box to travel back to the home, and then didn't put it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that up now. Like, not now, but like when I come off this stream. Anywho, um, I think we'll probably bring it to a close soon. Uh, just ask, cover a few more questions. I don't know. I'm putting them all back there. Like that's their how. That's their home now. Um, so, repackers online. I guess, I guess, kind of old dirty collector, but not when it's coming from Pulse or 
Amazon and stuff like that, you know, like it's slightly different. If you like, I, I get it. Like I said, I, I understand why people want to see the figure they're getting, but I have never experienced that in my entire time of buying these figures. I haven't even seen it on shelf. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, and again, like when I experience it, that's going to suck because I'm sure I will experience it at some point. But never have I ever. Um, he says that. I bet everyone I open of these now, old day collector, every one of these I open are probably going to be like Batman, Daredevil, um, some sort of Catwoman figure. So, like, what? What? So, yeah, I'll, that'll probably come back to haunt me, old day collector. But no, I get it. Don't trust me. I understand that people want to see what they're buying. I totally get it. Um, I think for me, like, it's because of the way things have changed in terms of the way I buy them it's never really been an issue. So it's difficult to, it's always difficult to put yourself in other people's shoes from those points of view when you don't have the experience directly. So uh, like I said, I can empathize and I understand, but for me, it was never an issue uh, yet, he says. And then when I open those, they're all going to be different. Um, I like the thought of that, Wilfredo, kind of like having a book cover sort of vibe so you can it covers but you can open it and see what's inside problem is people open those all the time and it kind of like wears out before you even get to buy it so you know whether it's like velcro or a magnet or something um it's kind of got to be like high-end very sturdy packaging and that's more money isn't it um so iron grenadier baroness or iron grenadier zarana no not that i'm aware of scott pathfinder and ambush yes definitely Thanks, Chris Man. I'd love a live reaction to you watching it. I don't think I'll be able to do that. Um, it's only one, one minute 40 seconds. Anyway, regardless, here's the link. I don't think you can share links in the chat, unfortunately, Generation Joe. But um, yeah, is there a is it on like a YouTube channel? Just tell people where it is that way and they should be able to find it. I need Dalton mainframe and psych out, don't we all 80s Toy Boy? Will we get Sergeant Savage, says Eduardo. Um, will we get Sergeant Savage? Well, if Pat has anything to say about it, yes, but no, not that I'm aware of. And um, Again, nothing's off the table. They've said that themselves. Um, and I think there are certain aspects of Extreme, Savage, you know, all those things that, again, people hate, Sigma-6. Um, I think you can get some stuff out of all of those um, and really, you know, incorporate that into the Classified series. Um, YouTube does not like links. Be careful with Helix. Mine came with a very bad bowed leg. I've had to do multiple hot water treatments to straighten it out. That sucks. You're not the. I've seen that a few on a, with a few people actually, uh, and then I've seen people with perfect figures. I know Paddy's was fine. Uh, um, Adams was fine. A lot of the guys in the group showed me theirs. Kitty said, and they were great. So yeah, I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep an eye out. I'll be careful. Um, I'm glad Lenny and the Hasbro team are aware of the rubbery weapons. They really are, Craig. They. Uh, aware of it and they're upset about it. I can tell you that much. Um, beware of detached arms on mole wrap. Will do. Thanks, Scott. Um, Mark Gerwig, what's unbelievable? What did I say? Did I say something bad? Did I say something to upset you? I'm sorry if I did. Um, what did I say, Mark? Let me know. Can't wait to see mole wraps in the comics. Maybe you already have in a real American hero. Oh, right. Yeah. That, I, I don't think we have, but yeah, well, I don't know. No, it's got dark energy on, isn't it? So we'll probably see we'll probably see them in the Skybound series, to be honest. Walmart needs to lose the exclusive figures. God, they need to stop delivering them by blooming carrier pterodactyl is what they need to do. I never had a sort of figure, but Snowdrop came with a smudge right on his nose. That 
that happens. I, I'm down with that as well. You want to pick the best one that's uh, available to you. I get that, definitely. Open window doesn't stop swappers anyway. That's true. That's true. Still happens with, still get swapped out figures. Yeah, that sucks. Um, do you think we will get some surprise uh, digital renders on GI Joe Day February 1st, like last year? There's a possibility they do that instead of a live event. There's a possibility they, yeah, like, they dropped like four that time, didn't they? Like last year, it was uh, Televiper and Trouble Bubble. I always forget the rest. Snow Job, um, Steel Core, and I always forget the other one. Always forget it. And it's a banger as well. And I always forget it. But anyway, they did reveal a lot that, that day. Um, they could do the same, yeah. Iron Claw is all I want from Extreme. He would be amazing and classified. Agreed. Um, and Nemesis fought Sarge in the very first episode of SWC, Slaughterhouse Wrestling Championship. Find it on YouTube. Will do, Peppermint Oil Capsule. I will leave it there, then. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for joining me for this um, impromptu Let's Talk Classified Nemesis Enforcer Slash Immortal. Um, I will be back, Kitty, Kitty said. Arnie said that, actually, in a very famous Terminator movie. Um he actually said, I'll be back. He didn't say I will be back. Um, I'll be back um, to with what with loads of stuff. Um, I'm, I've decided to kind of put a hold on the Hasbro chat until they do their next event because I feel like it makes more sense. We've already had people have done loads of chats with them recently and um, they've kind of talked about, you know, the kind of overall overarching kind of side of things. So we, you know, I might as well, I'm going to hold off until after the event, and then we'll do something with them then, and, and it'll be more kind of topical, more current, and um, we can talk about some of the stuff that's been revealed. I think that'd be more fun. Um, uh, weekly, obviously, on Friday, back to normal next week, and there'll be more news bursts in the week as well. I'm going to be doing Let's Talk Classified Leatherneck next. So I'll do Leatherneck next. Easy for me to say. Then I'll do Xander, but I'll probably forget about it. And then I'll do um, Starduster, and hopefully that will squeeze them out this week. You'll have a lot of these maybe this week. Um, uh, but anyway, it's been a pleasure. I will see you on the next one, guys. Um, was it Monday tomorrow? God, I forgot that it was Sunday again. How did I forget that it was Sunday again? I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for joining me. Stay fresh, cheese bags. And as always, after three, one, two, three, See ya. That's it for this installment of the Full Force News Burst. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. See you next time, and as always, Full Force. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing, and commenting on these videos. And as always, you can keep up with the show after listening by following on X, formerly Twitter, at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Full Force. We've also added a brand new Instagram, so check us out there as well, at The Full Force Podcast. And if you would like to contact the show, you can message us on any of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page, so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos, or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force